Hello, everybody. Mm, hello! <laughs> Welcome to your Friday! You're listening to Crooked News, where we bring you hilarious news. No, crazy news, hilarious <laughs> history, and occasionally a listener story. If you have stories, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com. Yeah. We want to hear your stories. As send us your quarantine stories. Like, yeah, please. I was just about to say, especially now that you're in quarantine, I'm sure that you guys have stuff that you're thinking about and can mull over and send yes. to us. Um, we'll read it. We will read we it. Tons of time here. <laughs> I made two pots of spaghetti sauce today. Oh, wow. Look at you. My husband went to the, uh, went to, braved the, the horrors of Walmart and bought us like $300 worth of stuff, so we won't have to leave probably for the next month. I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. I think I have enough shampoo and conditioner for, yeah, probably about a month. <laughs> That is one thing I Maybe did longer. not think about. Yeah, yeah, I didn't uh, think about it either at first, and then I was like almost out of my condition, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I was only thinking about food. <laughs> it shows where our priorities <coughs> lie. Yeah, definitely. What am I gonna eat? <laughs> well, I'm I'm pregnant. I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make excuses for you. Yeah, I, no, if um, I wasn't pregnant, I would a thousand percent only be worried about food too. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted more gummy oh, bears. Goodness. Oh my god, shut up about the gummy bears! I can't get any more. <laughs> We're not—he's not leaving. Thanks for sending me a picture of gummy bears after he got back. Sorry, I didn't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, was just... like, oh great, now I want gummy bears, and I can't have any. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm going to make a pie. <laughs> I was just very excited oh. about the company. I've, I found I know, this it's new, really cool. Yeah. You should plug it real quick. Yeah, I found this new brand called Project 7. Um, let me... Grab, grab your gummy bears real quick. Yeah, I so, I found these gummy bears at Meyer, And they're Champagne Dreams. So... They're uh, Brute and Rosé flavored gummy bears, and they're really Ooh. good and really soft. And Brute Champagne is our favorite. Yes. And they're non-alcoholics, and they're gourmet gummies, so, like, you can eat them even, like, you can give them to your kids. You can eat them if mm -hmm. you're pregnant. They're only 90 calories for 12 pieces, and there's only two servings in a bag, so. That's don't amazing. Have to, yeah, you don't so, have to feel guilty about eating the whole bag. Um, <laughs> yeah, they also, like, I saw in the back when you sent me the picture, they don't, like, use artificial sweeteners and, like, high fructose corn syrup and all that garbage. It's, like, yeah. naturally flavored. So that's why the calories are lower. Because mm -hmm. it's not full of a bunch of garbage. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, like, natural. Yeah, they're made from organic uh, sweeteners. Yeah. Um, and they're made that's here so cool. in the USA. And, like, their projects are um, planting trees giving food to people who need it, giving education to people who need it, um, shelter for homeless people, um, clean water, anti-bullying programs, and malaria treatments here in the United States. So it's That's so cool. Really cool company. I'm really happy to support them and plug them. Um, Makes you feel good when you're eating your gummy bears, too, I bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have no I guilt like about these gummy bears. There's... 
there's a few companies out there like that you guys like there's um so when you go to the when you venture out to the to the mall and grab yourself a, a, a treat there's lots of like candy bar companies and i think i'm pretty sure like pretty sure i heard this on dax's podcast that um listen to me talking about him like he's my friend um <laughs> on armchair expert he Maybe was talking about how <laughs> i know <laughs> goals <laughs> hashtag podcast goals um <laughs> i'm he, he was he was talking that uh, Kristen Bell started another give back company like that, and hers is candy bars, oh, and then nice. it does all that same kind of stuff too. I don't remember what it's called though. I'll have to listen again and see, but I'm sure you guys can Google it. You can Google all the companies that she's in charge of that are amazing. So, oh, I love that, that that they've done together because they're they're an amazing couple and they do amazing things for the world and especially for mamas to be. I'm really excited to use them for diapers and. Oh yeah, I Bath found time stuff and all that stuff. I I'm found, so excited. Um, Hello Bello products at Meyer too. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. I know it's at Walmart, but mm-hmm. yay! And you yeah. can of course get them online. They mm-hmm. have all kinds of bundles and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> oh, you're this is good. not. We are not paid by any of these people. By the way. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> We're just like talking about brands we love. Oh goodness, yeah, we hope you guys are being safe. Too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. l- just look for the brands that give back. So when you're giving yourself an indulgent treat, you don't feel quite so bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a guilty pleasure. It's like, oh, well, I'm eating this candy bar and helping, helping the world children and wherever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So real quick, we forgot to do this on our last episode. I just wanted to say this real fast. I just want to say thank you. If you are a grocery store worker or a postal worker or a pharmacist or... Absolutely. Any of the or a medical professional, any of the other people who are essential right now to this crisis, thank you. We know it's hard. We know you're putting in 16, 17, 20 hour days and we appreciate you. You're amazing and you're the heroes and we hope that you guys get big old long vacations at the end of this. So Absolutely. You guys are amazing. And also And we're um, doing our part by staying home. I hope everyone yeah. else is doing their part. We're all doing our part. This is just such a time to come together, and we're just happy to do our part. So Yeah, and also thank you to the companies that are hiring during this and mm-hmm. helping staff their stores, making sure that everything's clean, uh, doing their yes. part that they can do. Um, thank you for that. And just, I think that... And the employees that rebelled and decided that they weren't essential. Yep. <laughs> because their businesses were being selfish. And decided that they were going to go to law enforcement or go to the governor and get get shit, get things done right and do the right thing. I think that's good. equally as admirable. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but really, our, com- our country has come together in a way that it has not in many, many years. And mm-hmm. that's really cool to see. Um, oh, yeah. So thank There's you. There's lots for- of companies. Like, I just saw a, I just saw a post today that uh, Mary Kay got approached by the government and they're manufacturing hand sanitizer now. Oh, wow. Awesome. To, uh, to distribute, which is amazing. So, I mean, just look around. Look for the positives. There's a lot of negativity and a lot of misinformation out there, but just look for the... It's important to look for the good stuff. Yeah. Because it can. it's going to be real easy to get depressed. <laughs> yeah, so... In the coming weeks here when you're trapped in your house, so... Or being overworked. Yeah, seriously and uh we're here to provide you guys with a laugh we are recording remotely yes. doing our own part um 
Mm-hmm. We've been recording remotely for months. Yeah. <laughs> we, we Out of necessity. Yeah. But, <laughs> but now it's just we are like, definitely, yeah. <laughs> definitely recording remotely now. Mm-hmm. I haven't left my house in about a week and a half now. I left... As we record this. When, by the time this comes out, it will have been two and a half weeks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. So. I hadn't left my house for like a week if not two before yesterday mm-hmm. i had to go to the store and um also picked up birthday dinner uh <laughs> which was probably mm. not essential but no not yesterday day before well no you're supporting the you're supporting the business yeah so the restaurant yeah <laughs> keeping those people in in uh employed so yeah, gave a nice tip too even though they got my order Good. wrong <laughs> oh no <laughs> It, yeah, that was great. Oh, that was fantastic. That's so sad. Yeah, but anyway, so we're here. We're gonna bring you guys some funny stories. Um, Yay! We have a disgusting episode today. We're so excited. <laughs> my di- my disgusting part is actually in the next one we're gonna record. Um, oh, it's I've, not this yeah. one. Well, dang it. I, I mean, I can well, switch mine's it. Disgusting. I can switch it real quick. Hold up. Let me pull up that. Oh no. <laughs> Because it was great. It was so glorious. And I was just like, yeah, this is, this is perfect. All right. This is the story. Especially today. Of a girl named, of a man named Brady. <laughs> Sorry. You said this is the story. Yeah, I did. Who was ringing up three little boys of his own. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, but I don't know that song. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> so Carrie and I um, were actually just talking before we started recording um, about a story that I've been reading for my British Lit class, which is uh, The Dream of the Rude. If you haven't read it and you're a Christian and you don't want to get into this spiritual debate with yourself, don't read it. Uh, <laughs> so, but also read it but yeah but read it at some point just maybe not right Challenge now yourself. <laughs> it's old as fuck yeah it's it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot but um oh, man i love british lit i miss that class my professor was amazing too <sighs> yeah it's it's a lot <laughs> oh my god do you hate it really I I mean I, it's not It's my favorite subject. I'm so sad. <laughs> oh no. It's not horrible. It's just it is a lot of reading. And yeah, I'm it is. I'm in, it's a lot of reading. Yeah, I'm in a point in my life where I'd much rather be writing than reading oh, yeah. and that makes sense. It's taking time from that and so that's making me mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> but mm, I um, <laughs> see, I see. So you're being resentful. I, I am being a little like resentful. <laughs> you're being resentful of your time. <laughs> I totally understand that, and I respect it. <laughs> All right, but uh, me out. But anyway, this is from the Voice, um, and it's called Unholy Shit. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh no! Is this about poop? Yes. <laughs> oh no! I'm pre- <laughs> I'm pretty sure the writer is African, and I can't pronounce their name very well. Um, but okay. I know that their first name is Francina. Okay. Um, 
So uh, credit where credit is due. M M A N A. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so um Prophet blames poo and church on witchcraft. What? <laughs> What witch has time to go shit in a church? <laughs> oh, oh, we'll get and into it. time conjuring shit? <laughs> no one has time for that. We'll get into it. You can just make it organically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's hear it. Leaders of Assemblies of God Ministries in Monsanto Ward have traded their comfortable couch for ordinary plastic chairs after the former was stained by unholy poop. Unholy poop. <laughs> oh, is there a holy kind of poop? Apparently there is. <laughs> oh my god. The mis- We're not all forever unclean? No. <laughs> the mysterious pile of wet, slimy shit was discovered in mm. Prophet... <laughs> uh, Prophet Matsuelta's seat minutes before a recent Sunday service. It is basically an arrow, a specimen of witchcraft, a sign of looming war. We are fighting a spiritual battle, exclaimed an animated. <laughs> was it smeared on the po- on the pews? No. Is that what happened? No, it was just I on. Don't get it. It's on this guy's it was couch. Just like one one dump. Yeah. Was taken. On this okay. guy's couch. Okay. <laughs> okay. He sounds crazy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd shit on his couch, too, if that was the reaction. <laughs> Just shit and watch the show. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> Exclaimed an animated Motswelta, who fears his small church has been targeted by a local witches. Speaking Oh, to- my God. <laughs> <laughs> and all the witches are like, dude, we don't have time for you. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking to the voice this week, the youthful prophet exclaimed it was explained it was originally suspected the foul bright yellow feces had come from a cat. Initially, we thought it could be cat's poo, but it was way too big to have come from such an animal. Again, the marks oh on the gosh. couch showed that something heavier, probably a dog, had sat there. Dropping his voice <laughs> to a whisper, Motswelta says it remains a mystery as to how the excrement ended up on the couch as the church had been locked all night. The only probability is that it could have entered through a broken window, but it does not make sense why a dog would go through that trouble to get into the church. The window is high and small, maintained Motswelta, who was adamant the creature that soiled his couch was not of this world. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) He's actually crazy! He is! It is There's no way! <laughs> Demons don't shit! <laughs> Not on this plane! No! <laughs> You're telling me that a witch took the time to move demon shit through space and time to put it on your couch. Yes. <laughs> uh, n- no! No, she didn't! <laughs> No, she didn't. No one would do that. No. <laughs> oh, my God. 
we <laughs> we need dramatic music to put behind the quotes from oh him here God. because he is re- yes they are spectacular <laughs> it is not of this world and he keeps going oh my god he keeps oh going oh my god <laughs> it is no ordinary poo it is spiritual <laughs> How do you know what spiritual poo looks like? <laughs> the intent I'm is... I'm calling t- bullshit on this whole thing. <laughs> oh, you're calling bullshit? <laughs> I was the victim of a hate crime. <laughs> That's not what a hate crime is. <laughs> well, I hated it. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> the intent no, is no, to no. harm the church. To scatter its membership. To weaken it and shut it down, he insisted. His preacher's voice it's rising vandalism. emotionally and booming through the hollow room. The prophet... It's just vandalism. Yeah. It's a prank. <laughs> <laughs> the prophet further told the voice that hyena droppings were found in one of the church elders' house shortly after the poo drama. Oh. Hmm. According to Matsvelta, this Someone's is letting hyenas in their house. Look yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck that would be so terrifying oh my god this is part of a continued battle against his church by forces of evil the man of god was appointed to lead the church in 2012 and has made teaching prophecy and deliverance his focus this has angered the witches there are fights within our it's locality me- what? <laughs> what did he say it's me or the witches this has angered the witches Oh, this has angered the witches. <laughs> okay. There, <laughs> there are fights within our locality, and the spiritual fights are intense, he added. He sounds like he would make a great cult leader. He does. <laughs> Everybody could be fighting demons with pens. Oh, yes. In a circle. (laughs) That's a real cult, by the way, you guys. We will fully do an episode on that lady. She was nuts. Just that one cult. (laughs) Oh, my God. Indeed. This is not Assemblies of God Ministries first brush with filth. Motswelta revealed a similar incident occurred in 2018 when the creature forced entry into another of the church's buildings to relieve itself. What was shocking is that it seemingly chewed through the door at the bottom to make its way into the room. That is out of character of a dog, he added, shaking his head dramatically. It's really not. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. He doesn't have a dog. (laughs) (laughs) And it looks... They I mean, have you should a- train them not to do that, but that's <laughs> because it's in their nature. That's mm-hmm. why you have to train it out of them. <laughs> oh, my God. They have a picture of what the couch looks like. Of the like. poop? Yes. And it's, it's bad. It, that was diarrhea. Oh, no. That was full on an accident. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So some poor person was just... I bet it was a teenager. Someone was dared to sneak in and do it. (laughs) And they're like all squirming around in their seats now looking at each other like, oh shit. (laughs) What have we done? What have we done? What have we unleashed (laughs) from our bowels? 
<laughs> upon our fellow uh, churchgoers. Oh, the churchgoers. They, <laughs> oh, God. They all think someone has unleashed hell into the church. Oh, my God. Because animals get... It's Africa, right? I think so, yeah. I mean, if hyena poop, yeah. Like, it, it's Africa. Animals get in places. <laughs> that happens. <coughs> that happens here. There was mm-hmm. a possum in Josh's house at one point when he was growing up. Like, th- that shit happens. Yeah. Animals get in. <laughs> <laughs> go to the go to the fucking um, Smoky Mountains. Bears get in everywhere. Like, w- everyone's garbage is like chained to poles and shit like oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. because bears get in places it doesn't mean that the demons are after you because bears are getting into your house but what if it did location dude huh i said but what if it did then it would be because a bear got in like that's all (laughs) it's just because it happened oh good lord but yeah. Not everything is a sign. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so that was that. I am a preacher in Africa and how dare there be hyenas everywhere. <laughs> and lions. And zebras. <laughs> and rhinoceroses. And elephants. There is spiritual warfare happening. There's also a crocodile in my backyard. <laughs> My fucking, um, my drama teacher had moved to Florida at one point while I was in high school, and he had a, he had a gator in his pool. Oh my god. I mean, that shit, Florida, I mean, just, <laughs> imagine the spiritual warfare in his house. <laughs> oh, I can only it's imagine. he pissed off some witches, of course, and they, cur- <laughs> they cursed him with a gator in his pool. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. That's what happened. It wasn't because he didn't have a fence. <laughs> wasn't that at all and he was living in fucking florida that doesn't make any sense they have panthers and dinosaurs what is happening (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Uh, crazy crazy times so much (laughs) i know (laughs) florida's florida's a place (laughs) yes so it's definitely a place so the news kind of sucks right now, aside from that. I was having a hard time finding funny stuff. Um, and so I went to Thought Catalog, because that's a fun website. Okay. And I found this article, and we're definitely not going through all of them today. Um, we're just going to go through a few of them. So these are 50-plus okay. uh, short, short funny stories that will crack you up in 60 seconds. So I thought right. we could all use a laugh. Um, and this was by... And then later we're going to throw up. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And this was by January Mm -hmm. Nelson, which is a really fun name. Um, Mm -hmm. so, okay, we're just going to jump right in. Okay. Number one. Now that's what I call stupid. (laughs) I love it already. (laughs) (laughs) In my junior year of high school, this guy asked me on a date. He rented a Redbox movie and made a pizza. We were watching the movie and the oven beeped so the pizza was done. He looked me dead in the eye and said, this is the worst part. Oh my god, (laughs) what? 
I then watched this boy open the oven and pull the pizza out with his bare hands, rack and all, screaming what? at the top of his lungs. That's how he thinks ovens work? <laughs> yep. I hope it didn't work out. Please tell me you're not still dating this person. They never had a second date. <laughs> oh my god. He's literally never heard of... Th- what? That can't be real. Uh, but there's no way that can't be real but oh are you God. really surprised no <laughs> i'm really of hoping not i'm really hoping that she taught him <laughs> how to do that in the future and yeah, then just was like just... hey let me teach you to fish for a second honey <laughs> <laughs> you can use a towel <laughs> or even a t-shirt any kind of barrier between your hand and this is gonna be helpful oh my god he sounds like the dumbest person alive (laughs) the dumbest person alive truly that that was that was beautiful i would he's gotta be dead he has to be dead somewhere (laughs) he he has to be but i would give anything he's just like somewhere walking down the middle of the street because he doesn't know what fucking sidewalks are what is happening (laughs) i would have given anything to have seen that on video (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Number two, the fake report card. (laughs) I failed the first quarter of a class in middle school, so I made a fake report card. I did this every quarter (laughs) that year. We've all done that, right? (laughs) Right? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, me neither. (laughs) I've never done that. I forgot. I, sign, I did used to sign my mom's name to my uh, my assignment notebook so that she wouldn't see that I was flipping my card every day because I couldn't keep my mouth shut or <laughs> still. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that It was nice to flip your card sometimes, though, because sometimes you could miss recess, and that meant that I didn't have to play kickball. Uh, so. Nice. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that they mail home cards at the end of the year, and my mom got it before I could intercept with my fake. She was pissed at the school for their error. The teacher also <laughs> reti- <laughs> the teacher also retired that year and had already thrown out his record, so they had to take my mother's proof, the fake ones I made throughout the year, and correct oh my the gosh, mistake. This is old as fuck. I've never told her the truth. Yep. That's so funny. <laughs> Oh my god, that's old then. If he was using a grade book, that's oh, old. Yeah. <laughs> or to have to do all that shit by hand. Or maybe not. I mean, I had a teacher last semester who didn't use Blackboard or anything like that. And like, submitted his grades at the end of the year. I saw him dead ass. Well, yeah, but that's college. You have yeah. to. You have to in high school and stuff. Now they have to do it through Infinite Campus so that people can keep up with their kids' grades. Like, that's the point. Oh, wow. Everyone has to. Yeah. Huh. It's nice. You can enter all your grades from home and stuff. My mom, I remember back in the day, my mom used to have to stay late. Like, I used mm-hmm. to have to go to school with her at, like, I don't know. Well, I mean, be there till like eight o'clock at night, like, while she just entered grades into a spreadsheet, into an Excel sheet in, yeah. her, uh, in her computer at school. I remember. And then you had to, like, submit it to somebody. I remember um, putting grades into Infinite Campus when I was a teacher's aide, but I didn't realize that, like, schools had to do that oh yeah you have <clears> to do it everybody does it huh all the kids have the app 
too. You, there, there's an app for it, so they can check their own grades. Yeah, I, I mean, I like I, I had that to, in high school, but I didn't know it was mandatory. Yeah. Oh yeah, statewide. Hmm, pretty sure statewide. It might be an international. It might be national now. I don't know. I know that Kentucky uses Infinite Campus. Mm. I had a teacher yeah. that called it Infinite Misery. <laughs> but that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I feel your pain. <laughs> Number three, all, right. all the fish. I went to this girl's party the week after she beat the shit out of my friend. While everyone was getting oh trashed, God. I went around putting tuna inside all the curtain rods. And so, like, weeks went by <gasps> and they couldn't figure out why the house smelled like festering death. They caught me. Who would think of that? <laughs> In the curtain rods? Mm-hmm. They caught me. Okay, this person is my hero. <laughs> Mine too. And also the devil himself. <laughs> <coughs> they caught me. I'm in love. <laughs> they caught me through this video where these guys at the party were singing Beyonce while I was in the background with a can of tuna. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Right? <coughs> You can't expect to be getting away with any of that shit when people have phones. Yeah, no. Oh, my God. That's so funny. We'll do... That's so funny. We'll do two more real quick. Okay. Uh, How to win at video games. When I was little, I would go on Nickelodeon.com all the time, and they had this game similar to Club Penguin, except it was called Nicktropolis. And if you forgot your password, a security question you could choose was, what is your eye color? And if you got it right, it would tell you your password. So I would go to popular locations in Nicktropolis and write down random usernames who were also in those areas. And then I would log out and type in the username as if it were my own and see which of these usernames had a security question set to what is your eye color. Oh my god. Which was most of them since it was easy and we were all kids. This is so illegal. (laughs) Oh my god. I would then try either brown, blue, or green and always get in. Then I would go to their house and send all of their furniture and decorations to my own accounts. And if I didn't want it, I could sell it for money. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) This person is... That's fucked up. Yeah, this person is a con artist or hacker now. (laughs) Seriously. Wow. I would never think to do something like that. I would never want to ruin someone else's time. I know, right? In a game like that. That's appalling. (laughs) Sorry. I'm going to go ahead and shit on this person. No, it's okay. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's sociopathic. (laughs) Yep. I can't wait for that episode, by the way. I might put it in the next 10. Um, Drama at my drama class. One time, my drama class's teacher had gone home sick, so we were just put in a classroom with a movie to entertain us for the period when an alarm went off. None of us were sure if it was the fire alarm or the lockdown alarm, so we all head out into the hall to check, and no one's out there. So we head back in and climb under our desk as is lockdown procedure. Cut to an hour or so later when a teacher bursts in and nearly dies of relief because the school was actually on fire and we were the only students not accounted for. Oh my god! And half the faculty and fire department had been searching for us for ages. Literally, the whole school had filled with smoke while we kept super safe under our wooden desks. Oh my god. How did they not know? Oh man, they gotta look at their alarm system. (laughs) If they sound that similar, that's a problem. No. Carrie. Oh, God.
Hey. Hey. <laughs> you couldn't handle it, so you hung up, huh? <laughs> no, I didn't hang up. I don't know why it wants to drop once every recording session, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's Satan himself. The joys himself. of quarantine living. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's insane, though. Like, they've got to look into their alarm system. Oh, yeah. If it sounds that if their fire alarm sounds exactly the same as the lockdown alarm, that's a problem. <laughs> also, how is it that everyone else knew what to do and they didn't? Well, because all the other a lot of questions. All the other classes probably had a teacher in there <laughs> that knew there was. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Goodness gracious! <laughs> all right. But yeah. Well, nice work. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad the call decided to drop right before we took a break. <laughs> yeah, of course. It would. Goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, it definitely would. All right, you ready for a break? Yeah, I'm ready for a break. Okay. All right, so we're back. Hello. <laughs> uh, All right. I'm ready to be thoroughly disgusted. I have a glass literally full of wine. All right, good. So... This is an article from, that I found from allthatsinteresting.com. Okay. And this is written by Katie Serena. It was published in 2017. Um, I'm just going to dive in. I'm not going to say the title because it'll be redundant with the first sentence. So. Okay. <laughs> in Kentucky... In 1876. Okay. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs was real life. Oh my god. Purportedly poured from the heavens. I hate this so much. I remember this. Oh my (laughs) god. (laughs) Are you ready? No. It was a a clear (laughs) March morning in Bath County, Kentucky. In 1876, when meat started falling from the sky. Yes, I said meat. M-E-A-T. Meat. (laughs) Quote. (laughs) I'm going to... Okay, so this is one of those things where there's a lot of weird conspiracy theories about it. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of quotes from locals. So this a thousand percent would have been one of those things like the fat and sassy lady. (laughs) Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where there would just be lots of people who were just like, "Oh my God, a kid came out and blasted me with his laser vision." It's that kind of shit. <laughs> so here we go. Quote: Between eleven and twelve o'clock, I was in my yard, not more than forty steps from the house. A local farmer's wife named Mrs. Crouch told local reporters, "There was a light wind coming from the west." But the sky was clear, and the sun was shining brightly. Without any warning or prelude of any kind, and exactly under these circumstances, the shower commenced. (laughs) The shower commenced. (laughs) The shower commenced. Not just any shower, but a shower of fresh, raw meat. Some lumps as, quote, light as a snowflake. Unquote, and some that reached up to three inches in length. For several minutes, Mrs. Crouch and her husband, Alan, watched as the sky... 
<laughs> watched as this, the unusual downpour fell around them before it finally ceased, leaving the sky as clear and sunny as it had been before. Okay, so I'm... That's it. Uh, what the fuck? I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for this because I just, I cannot believe. And apparently... Oh, no, it's real, girl. Apparently a similar event happened in Europe. Oh, wow, weird. Yeah. I was just kidding, by the way. That's not the end of it. <laughs> but... No, I I know. <laughs> but, like, apparently she, like, the lady you were just talking about thought it was a sign from God. But I don't know oh, of I'm what. sure they did. It was 1876. Yeah. <laughs> so... It was. It's because it's they pissed. They pissed off the witches. Oh yeah, um, obviously. <laughs> this is what happened instead of um, hyena poop. So, um, immediately the Crouches believed that the meat shower had either been a miracle or a grisly warning. Before long, word of the meat shower had spread, bringing flocks of curious neighbors to the scene. In the end, an area about a hundred yards long and fifty yards wide had been covered in chunks of meat. It was found on fences, the farmhouse, and scattered across the ground. Yuck. The overall consensus seemed to be that the meat was beef, as it was a similar color and had a similar smell. However, a local hunter disagreed, claiming, it w claiming that the uncommonly greasy feel of the meat most resembled that of a bear. <laughs> and he sounds like an expert. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> To, the, to end the debate once and for all, a few brave men skilled in hunting took it upon themselves to taste a few pieces. I don't know why being skilled in hunting is necessary for tasting sky meat, but okay. <laughs> because that's um, what you do. You eat it. Something You just eat it. It's a gift. <laughs> Would you shut up and eat it? God's just like, what is going on? I give them a miracle, and then they just, <laughs> they just get confused. There's no point anymore. I turn water They're into wine, <laughs> and they love it. I give them I meat. I hyena poop on this guy's couch. <laughs> he thinks it's the witches. I'm done. I quit. Their official decision was that by taste alone, the meat had to be either venison or mutton, which are two very different things. <laughs> Venison is deer and mutton is sheep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they taste very different. <laughs> Unsatisfied with the three conflicting opinions, a local butcher also took a bite. According to him, however, the meat was none of the above, claiming that it, quote, tasted like neither flesh, fish, or fowl. How does he unquote. know what flesh tastes like? I just have to ask. I don't know why he said flesh. I don't understand the alliteration and why that was necessary. I don't understand. He had to be poetic. He wanted to be a poet. He's a butcher and he needed... He, he, he lost his calling as a poet. <laughs> yeah. Um, he had to go into his dad's business. <laughs> All right. Finally, town authorities decided it was time to get an official ruling on what exactly had fallen from the sky. So they collected samples and wrapped them up, sending them to chemists and universities around the country. Remember that this is the 1800s. Yuck. So chemists and people like... Chem what? Remember what medical school was back then? <laughs> yeah. Like, let's just keep that in mind that this is the time that we're in right here. So one chemist from Louisville College... 
deduced that the sample was indeed, as one of the hunters had suggested, mutton. Another disagreed, stating that it was certainly meat, but it definitely wasn't mutton. So based on what is what I want to know. Like, what are you even doing to test this theory? Like, are you doing a chemistry experiment? Are you frying it in a pan like bacon? Like, what? What is happening? Just I mean, all these I scientists mean, if we're really going to get frying into this, it up. A lot of the flavor could be, you know, like, how are you cooking it? Yeah. Because I've had bacon that tastes terrible. Me too. Because it wasn't made right. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Like, I'm just, I'm just saying. I've had bad chicken. I've had bad beef. You know, like, it's just like, okay, so are you seasoning it? What are you, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Eventually, scientists gave up on the what and focusing far more on the more concerning Why? where. Why? Where? Of course. <laughs> Why was that not the first fucking question? They're like, is it bacon? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a duck. <laughs> is it cow? No, I think it's sheep. No, it's definitely a deer. Fuck you. Where did it come from? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this state. Okay. If it was, in fact, meat... It is meat. <laughs> how did it fall from the sky? And more importantly, how did it get up there in the first place? Yeah, that's a good question. One of the scientists decided that the meat was likely the result. <laughs> the result of a meteor shower. <laughs> So now it's space meat, <laughs> which means it's none of the things that you've guessed it, that it is, if it's from space. It's aliens. <laughs> it is obviously Alien aliens. Alien meat. Oh, my God. Uh, according... <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> okay. Quote. According to the present theory of astronomers, an enormous belt of meteoric stones constantly revolves around the sun. And when the Earth comes in contact with this belt, she is soundly pelted. But they're not wrote made William of meat. Livingston Alden. No, they're part a of New the York cosmos. Times, it, this guy's a New York Times writer. Well, I mean, continue. He's a writer. So, he's on. not a scientist. Hang on, hang on. Similarly. We may suppose that there revolves around the sun a belt of venison, mutton, and other meats, divided into small fragments, which are precipitated upon the earth whenever the latter crosses their path. This man is an idiot. I hate humans. <laughs> there are no deer, sheep. Or cows in space. No. There is not a belt of cows. <laughs> There's not a chef up in up in space chopping up and preparing animals and then sending them down in meteor showers. Could you imagine, though, if there was? Oh, and, like, he came back to Earth. If it was. He came back to Earth, like, how'd y'all like the meat? And they were like, oh, what kind of meat was it? And he was like, you didn't know? <laughs> Could you just tell us what it was? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord. And he's like, it was a mixture of all these celestial beasts. In a it was centaur meat. That's what it was. It's the end. We finished it. We solved it. <laughs> okay. In, ad in addition, he offered a more macabre theory, suggesting that the meat was actually the flesh of, quote, 
finely hashed citizens of Kentucky who had been caught in a whirlwind while engaged in a little, quote, difficulty with bowie knives and strewn over their astonished state. So we've gone from a chef in in space (laughs) to people who happen to have a bunch of knives in their hands getting caught up in a tornado and slicing each other to bits and then being scattered across the state. I want to know what this guy's on. (laughs) And where can we get some? some. (laughs) Yes. What combination of morphine, acid, and shrooms have you been taking, sir? (laughs) Oh, cocaine was in there, too. Good to know. All right. (laughs) Cocaine. Thanks. Yep, just coke. Uh, So once... (laughs) Cocaine and opium? Oh, that's a cocktail. (laughs) Um, One scientist, Leopold Brandes, wrote an article in The Sanitarian in which he claimed the event was simply a shower of no-stock, a genus of cyanobacteria which takes on a jelly-like appearance when it comes in contact with rain. His theory was that it simply bloomed on the ground and that whatever fell from the sky was simply a normal rain shower. Except that there was no rain, you dumbass! (laughs) She just said that she saw meat fall from the sky and it was sunny! And it looks like meat, not jelly! Yeah, you can't spread it. This guy's also an idiot. This guy's also an idiot. Yes. Okay. Both of the... This is... um, We're going to get to my favorite theory in just a second. So both of the more scientific theories for the Kentucky meat shower were later shunned. Oh, really? After a more likely but equally as unfathomable theory came to light. (laughs) Both the Crouches, a chemist named Robert Peter, who has two first names, Mm -hmm. and the chemist (laughs) from Louisville College, all put forth the theory that the Kentucky meat shower was the result of a flock of vultures vomiting simultaneously after feasting themselves more abundantly than wisely. And I love this theory because that means people were eating vulture vomit. I started to pick up my wine and then I had to set it down. I find that hilarious. That is gross. Quote, I'm informed that it is not uncommon for buzzards thus to disgorge their overcharged stomachs. Unquote. One chemist wrote. (laughs) Quote, and that, when a fl- and that when in a flock one commences the relief operation, the others are excited to nausea and a general shower of half-digested meat takes place. Unquote. Meaning that buzzards fall victim to the same, oh, if you vomit, I vomit. <laughs> yeah. I don't think animals do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that comes from like mirror neurons or something in your brain and I don't think animals do that, but okay. <laughs> I'm totally pulling that out of my ass. Um, all right. The townspeople decided that this was the most likely scenario and elected to believe it as to believe it as the best explanation for the Kentucky meat shower. I agree. Or someone blew up a cow and got embarrassed. <laughs> Me. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, oh, we're just going to see how this pans out. Like, shh, just nobody say anything. That was my landmine. I forgot about it. Just, we're just going to stay inside and wait for this to pass. Yep. And it'll pass all right. Uh. Uh Uh-huh, yep. 
The townspeople descended in reality. I already read that. Obviously, it had slipped their minds that members of the town had actually eaten pieces of this half-digested meat. Unless people were just cool with that in the 1870s. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, oh, Lord. And that's it. I was also looking at this on mental floss, because they have a really good article on it, too. And apparently, mm-hmm. you can still see a bit of this meat for yourself. Um, at the Monroe... Oh, yeah, somebody preserved it. Yeah, at the Monroe Musnick Medical and Science Museum at Transy University. Oh, at, Trans- at Transylvania University? Uh-huh. That's in Lexington, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, there's also pictures of it. It looks like bacon. Truly. Maybe they exploded pigs on accident. Yeah, maybe it was a pig. But it does. It looks straight up like a piece of bacon in vinegar. In a potion jar like ick yeah yeah icky or maybe a bunch of vultures broke into someone's bacon hut (laughs) or whatever like their meat hut yeah and took a bunch of stuff with them and then dropped it all yeah i mean there's a lot of things but it definitely was not from space (laughs) and what was the other crazy theory Oh, and it definitely was not a tornado. <laughs> because there was no tornado. Yeah. <laughs> it was a clear, sunny day. Like, <laughs> oh, God. That guy was so stupid. <laughs> he was on some stuff. Uh, he was having a time. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Hope we gave you a laugh. Yeah. Hope you're keeping yourself busy and don't just it's it would be so easy to just sink into a sink into a puddle and binge Netflix for the next three weeks. But definitely try to keep yourselves busy. Go outside. It's safe to go outside. Just don't go places. And don't let you know, the wildlife. Go out in your yard. Yeah. Go out in the go out in your yard and take walks. Walk your dog. Throw the you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Get into a cleaning routine, maybe. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> My house is so clean. I love it. Um, but yeah, so we love you guys. Stay safe. And remember, you are not a monster. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcrooked.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things Crooked, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Crooked. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.